Hello, welcome to this special edition of Walking in the Word. I'm currently doing a series to honor um, this time of the year, uh, celebrating the fall feast, looking at Yom Kippur coming, and looking at Yahweh, the, the name that we've been given, Yahweh Zavaot, as the, the only one who's worthy to judge our, our Redeemer, our soon and coming King, and uh, looking at what we can learn from this name, Yahweh Zavaot, the captain of the host of army angels. So today I wanted to take a moment and share something out of Psalm 46 and 48. And what we see as the common theme in this is that in the day of trouble, it's Yahweh Zavaot who is our refuge. So let me go ahead and share my screen here. We're starting here with Psalm 48. Let me see if I can make that a little bit bigger for us so that I can read it. <laughs> All right. So it says in uh, Psalm 46, and I'm reading this out of the Sefer edition, free on Eastward. It says, Elohim is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble right there. I mean, I can stop right there, right? The fact that he is with us, the fact that we never have to walk through whatever we're going through all by ourselves. He's with us. He's a very present help in time of trouble. He is not far. He is not removed. He is not a uh, unaffected by our troubles and our heartbreak and the different things that we have to figure out how to navigate and manage. He's right there, willing to speak to us through his still small voice. He's in the quiet place, right? He's in the place of where our heart is safely trusting in him. All right, let's go ahead and read this psalm together. Elohim is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not, therefore, will not we fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. I mean, we've seen some um, amazing disasters lately. I'm making this video uh, on October the 1st. And just a couple of days ago, we saw the devastation of Hurricane Ida. Uh, Ian and and what happened in Florida, and it looks like just a, a bomb went off. And so we're just living in that time of cataclysmic events, but we don't have to fear because he is with us. He's, it says, therefore, will, will not we fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Selah. You know, is that 
mountainous uh, volcanoes that are swelling up with the magna within. You know, there's some amazing things that are taking place and we can stop and think about that. We don't have to be afraid of any of these things. It says there is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of Elohim, the holy place of the tabernacles of Elohim. You know, I can't wait to see his city. The cities that we have now that are made by man, these are not places of refuge. These are not places of safety, right? They're becoming more dangerous by the day. However, there is a city that we will be so glad to see. Psalm 46, 5, Elohim is in the midst of her. He's in the midst of that city right? She shall not be moved. Elohim shall help her and that right early. You know, it, it tells us in the word that we're the living stones that make up that city. It's people. It's his people. The heathen raged. Isn't that happening right now? The heathen raged. The kingdoms were moved right? I mean, they're, they're changing boundary lines and border lines and, and all kinds of things. As we speak, wars are raging and things are changing. The heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved. He, who? Yahusha, uttered his voice and the earth melted. In the midst of it raging, in the midst of, of people thinking that they've got this figured out and they're going to rise to the top of the heap and fighting each other for position and power, there's one voice that really matters, and it's the voice of our king. Yahuwah Zavaot is with us right there. He is our refuge. He is our fortress. Yahuwah Zavaot is with us. The Elohai of Yaakov is our refuge. That's the name, the Hebrew name for Jacob. He is the highest of, of, of Elohims, the, the most high. And he and Jacob, the household of Jacob belongs to him, right? He is the Elohai the, of Yaakov. And is our refuge. Selah. Come behold the works of Yahweh. What desolations he's made in the earth. He makes wars to cease. Unto the end of the earth. He breaks the bow. And cuts the spear in sunder. He burns the chariot in the fire. Be still. And know. That I am. Elohim. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. Yahweh Zavaot is with us. The Elohai of Yaakov is our refuge. Selah. You know, I've always loved that verse out of Psalm 4610 that says, be still and know that I am Elohim. You know, I remember praying early in my walk with him, you know, that, yeah, I don't know that you've ever said anything harder out of your word than to just be still before you. And it's something that I've never known how to do, which just be still. I had a bad habit of thinking I could bulldoze my way through anything. 
but you know, Yah takes those burdens from my shoulders. I don't have to live that way anymore. I don't have to bulldoze my way through everything because he's my refuge and he's got my back and he's taking care of me and he's watching out for me and he's making sure things work out the way that he wants them to. Okay, so I did want to share one other scripture here. Let me bring that one up for you. And that would be Psalm 48. Another wonderful one. Great is Yahweh and greatly to be praised in the city of our Elohim, even upon his holy mountain, Mount Zion. Lying northward is beautiful in elevation. It is the joy of the whole earth and the city of the great king. Wow. Amazing right there. I can't wait to see that city. In Psalm 48.3, Elohim is known in her palaces for a refuge. For lo, the kings were assembled. They passed by together. They saw it, and so they marveled. They were troubled and hasted away. Fear took hold upon them, and pain as of a woman in travail. You break the ships of Tarshish with an east wind. You know, this is this is a really interesting part here. These, these kings that are assembled, you know, if you think about it, we had King Bashan, we had King Og. These were Nephilim kings that we know about from um, the Tanakh, right? And from the Torah. And we know that Nephilim set themselves up, you know, or giants or, you know, uh, Rephaim, however you want to describe it. They were set up as kings on the earth, you know, even though they were only part human. And now here we are at the end. And I do believe the same thing is taking place. If you want to understand what's happening at the very end of days, go back and read what happened in the beginning. This is a principle of scripture and prophecy, because there is more prophecy contained in the book of Genesis than there is in the entire rest of the Bible put together. It is prophetic, right? And this is how we understand what is happening at the end. So, when you look at this, the kings were assembled. We can understand this is what's happening. There is a confederation and a covenant with death that is has been enacted already. And we're living through that time. And they've come together and they've made a covenant with death. You can see it being enacted now. And they think this is how they are going to get one up on Yah and one up on Yah's people right? But here's what's really going to happen. They were assembled. They passed by together. They saw it. They marveled. They were troubled and hasted away, right? They can see things were not about to go well for them. Fear took hold up upon them and pain as in a woman of travail. They went into literal like labor pains in their bodies, you know, of seeing their destiny that was soon coming. <laughs> you break the Tarsh, the ships of Tarshish with an east wind. That east wind is like a 
contrary wind. Think about this is what blew in the quail that caused a plague when the people were not content with what Yah had provided in the way of manna and began to whine and complain against Yah. And he brought them quail till it was coming out of their noses. And with it came a plague. And this was brought with an east wind. This is a contrary wind, you know, to what Yah's plan is. This is a punishing type wind. And this is what we see. And this east wind comes in and it breaks the ships of Tarshish. So what would this be? It's like it destroys businesses. You know, some of the natural disasters want to, and I see a lot of people blaming this, you know, oh, man's doing this, harp's doing that, this is doing this, you know, whatever, geoengineering and all this stuff. Maybe, maybe not. But you know what, let's give y'all some credit for him bringing an east wind and a contrary wind. Never forget, no matter what man is up to or what man devises, nothing happens without the permission of Yahweh. Nothing. Okay? He, everything, he uses everything to his benefit. Everything. Even the evil plans that people come up with. Okay? I'm in 48.8. As we've heard, so have we seen in the city of Yahweh Zavaot, in the city of our Elohim, Elohim will establish it forever. Selah. We've thought of your loving kindness, O Elohim, in the midst of your temple, according to your name, O Elohim, so is your praise unto the ends of the earth. Your right hand is full of righteousness. Let Mount Zion rejoice. You know, that's a, a beautiful thing. Let Mount Zion rejoice. That's us, okay? That's us. That's where we're going. Let Mount Zion rejoice. Let the daughters of Yahuda be glad because of your judgments. These judgments that are so hard and they're they're hard to watch because it's hard to watch any destruction and we love people and we want to be snatching people out of the fire and helping them get a clear picture of Elohim. But we also have to wrap our brains around the fact that he is just and his time period is his time period and he entrusted us to have hearts that would stay strong and faithful in him during the midst of him having to pour out his judgments upon the nations in order to redeem his people and bring his family into his household. This is what we're living through. And he's trusted us with that. He's trusted us to keep our minds right and to keep our minds set on him, that he is our redeemer and that he is worthy of our praise. So here he tells us in Psalm 48, 11, let Mount Zion rejoice. Let the daughters of Yehuda be glad because of your judgments. Walk about Zion and go round about her. Count the towers thereof. Mark ye well her bulwarks. bulwarks. <laughs> Can't say that word. Consider her palaces that ye may tell it to the generation following. For this Elohim is our Elohim forever and ever. He will be our guide even unto death, right? He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. We have a wonderful inheritance in him. He loves us with an everlasting love and he is our refuge in time of trouble. 
All right. Well, I hope you guys are enjoying this series. I'm enjoying bringing it to you. And um, I know we've got some other great things uh, coming up soon here from Lee Carruthers and James Carruthers and from my husband, Robert. And um, and I'm looking forward to see kind of their short uh, fall feast presentations myself. All right. Blessings and shalom. Day and night and night and day, the living creatures give their praise to Him who 